Ezra International presents. Out of exile into the promised land. I will take you out of the nations. I will gather you from all the countries and bring you back into your own land. Today, Jews are returning to Israel in great numbers in fulfillment of Bible prophecy, and we as the body of Christ are called by God to meet their need to return home. Hello and welcome to Out of Exile, Into the Promised Land. My name is Reverend Barry Wagner and I'm your host for the program. I'd like to start out by just sharing a little bit about myself, this being our first program. Uh, I've been a pastor for 25 years and in 1998, God called me to go into the former Soviet Union countries to begin working with the Jewish people in their return to the state of Israel. Over these next uh, several weeks that are ahead of us, we're going to be talking about many different things. But before we get into the subjects of those programs, let me share very briefly my personal testimony of how my love for Israel and for the Jewish people came about. As I said, I'd been a pastor for a number of years, but I'd never had an opportunity to go to Israel. And then in February of 1984, I made my first trip to the land. I was so excited about arriving. I had all kinds of preconceived images in my mind about the Israel. When the plane landed at David Ben-Gurion Airport uh, in February of 1984, I came down off the steps of that plane and something miraculous happened to me. As I put my feet on Israeli soil for the very first time, now keep in mind I'm not Jewish, I'm a Gentile, but I put my feet on, is on Israel soil for the very first time and this is what happened. Ruach HaKadosh, the Holy Spirit of God, spoke these words into my spirit. I always say it wasn't an audible voice, but it was the closest thing to it I'd ever experienced. And the Holy Spirit said this. He said, Barry, you have been on a sojourn all your life, and now you've come home. When those words hit my spirit, I was so moved by the Holy Spirit, I fell on my knees on the tarmac of David Ben-Gurion Airport. I raised my hands to heaven, and I began to shake and tremble under the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God. I always testify to the fact that while I was on my knees, the Holy Spirit did spiritual surgery on me. In the spirit realm, he opened my chest cavity and he took something from me. He removed from me that day my Gentile heart, but I'm happy to say that he gave me something in return. And what he gave me in return was a Jewish heart. And instantly from that moment on, God had put this deep abiding love in my heart for the state of Israel and the Jewish people that has now transformed my life and my ministry. And then in 1998, 14 years later, God called me to this work. And this is what I want to share with you during this telecast and the weeks ahead. I'm Vice President of Ezra International. Ezra International is one of the major organizations that are helping the Jewish people to return to the state of Israel in this prophetic season in which we're living. We're doing that in many different ways. We are assisting them with their passports and their visas and all their expenses that uh, take place in their lives before they can leave. 
Now, these Jewish people are so poverty-stricken that uh, many of them are having trouble putting a 16-cent loaf of bread on their table. Because of their poverty, they're unable to leave. Before the walls of communism came down in 1991, the, uh, the Iron Curtain, the Jews of the former Soviet Union were not permitted to leave. So it was the walls of communism that held them in. But now it's the walls of poverty. They are still captives in those various countries. We're working in 12 of the former Soviet Union countries. If they can't buy a 16-cent loaf of bread, how in the world can they even begin to think of coming out with all the expenses that they curtail. Uh, another uh, area of our responsibility is in the area of humanitarian aid. We are sending 40-foot shipping containers of uh, household goods and clothing and, and uh, medical equipment, medical supply into these poverty-stricken Jewish people in all of these countries. I always challenge people to try to get the stereotype of Jewish people in the West out of their mind as we deal with this most important uh, subject. Now here in the West, most of the Jewish people, obviously not all of them, but many are very well off. And I, I praise God for that. God has given them such a beautiful business sense and, and we all benefit from that. So I, I thank God for that. But the Jewish people we're working with in 12 of the uh, former Soviet Union countries, four countries in South America, they are poverty stricken. Many of these Jewish people, and you'll see in the future telecast, pictures from the lands uh, that we're working in, uh, many of their homes have dirt floors. They have no electricity. They have no toilets. They have no heat in the wintertime. I've been into Siberia in December and visited Jewish people, Jewish families in Siberia in horrific weather, 54 below zero on uh, one occasion I was there. And many of these Jewish people do not even have heat in their little apartments or in their single-family homes, whatever their living situation is. So uh, we, we must understand that the reason we are doing what we're doing is because of the poverty that's holding them in. We're also working with street children in the former Soviet Union countries. In the city of Kiev, Ukraine alone, it's estimated that there's over 5,000 children living on the street. So we operate a, a feeding program for the street children. We go out in vans with hot meals and, and uh, uh, salads and bread and, and uh, hot drinks to keep them uh, uh, sustained during the, uh, especially the horrible winter months where they have an inadequate clothing. We also clothe them and, and all those things. Then we take them from the streets and we bring them into our children's shelter that the, uh, we operate there in the city of Kiev. And then after they go through that process, we move them to uh, our orphanage that we co-sponsor with other organizations and it's called Father's House. We'll talk more about those things in future programs. One of the greatest things that we are called to do, one of the most important, I believe, is educating the body of Christ about our requirement, our mandate from God to be a part of what he's doing in these last days uh, with the Jewish people. For the most part, many uh, Christian churches around the world are not even aware yet that the final exodus is even taking place. So we, uh, we go into churches, we do these telecasts, we do other television programs when we have an opportunity to take this message to the body of Christ. And over the course of these weeks, we're going to be uh, sharing uh, many needs uh, with you. But uh, first of all, we want to uh, make you aware that these people, 
that we so lovingly call family uh, are so precious, they, they want so much uh, just to live a life that is full of hope and, and full of some kind of future for their children. You know, many times when I'm working with the Jewish people, I'll, I'll ask them why they want to go home. Why is it so important that you return to Israel or go to Israel? And if they have a family at all, what they tell me is this, we want to go so that our children will have some kind of a future. You know, the word makes it very clear that the, at the heart of God, right now in this prophetic season we're living, is the Aliyah. The word Aliyah means simply to go up. Uh, in the, in the uh, terms of today, we use the word Aliyah to go up to Jerusalem, to go to Israel, to immigrate to Israel. It's estimated that there's over 750 scriptures in the Word of God that talks about the Jews returning to Israel in this last prophetic season in which we find ourselves living. And I always say it this way, if the idea of the Jews return to Israel was so important to God, or is so important to God, that He would speak it 700, 750 times, then it must be very important to God. And if it's important to God, then it must be important to us as well. We have a great responsibility, Christians, pastors, church leaders, God's people all over the world. God has given us the wonderful opportunity to be a part of what He's doing with His precious, precious people. You see, they're still the apple of God's eye. They are still His chosen people. Doesn't mean He loves them any more than He loves Gentiles, not at all. They were chosen for a specific purpose and cause for the betterment of the world, and we'll talk about that in future programs as well. So uh, we want you to uh, sit back and relax, and uh, let's look to the Word of God together in just a few moments. What if you heard that your next-door neighbor was hungry? Would you feed them? What if you saw a friend being attacked because of racism, the color of their skin, or their nationality? Would you come to their rescue? What if you knew that your own family member was cold or scared or sick or dying? Would you do everything in your power to help them? Jesus calls us to make a difference, and today you can. The Jewish people are experiencing brutal hate crimes against them all over the world and many are in need of finding a home. Their home is Israel. Visit EzraInternational.org and give your gift of hope before time runs out. I'd like to share the Word of God with you today as it pertains to the return of the Jews to Israel. As I said, I'd been pastoring for a number of years, but I'd never had an opportunity to go to Israel. And when I went, I just gave you my testimony of what happened. But God began to deal with me after returning to my church where I was pastoring for some six years. And he took me to the prophets. He took me to the book of Amos, chapter 3, verse 7. And this is the first thing the Holy Spirit showed me concerning all that we're going to be talking about today and in the weeks ahead. He said in Amos, chapter 3, verse 7, Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. Now think about that for a moment. 
Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. So the Holy Spirit was saying to me, if you want to know the plan of God, if you want to know the heart of God, look to the prophets. See what the prophets have to say because God has always revealed his plan to them. So I began a search, a, a quest through the Old Testament scriptures and, and going, to the, uh, going to the prophets of old. One of the first scriptures the Holy Spirit took me to was in, it was found in Jeremiah chapter 16. And if you have your Bibles there, I, I would ask that you open them up. Let's look at these scriptures together and see if we can find some new revelation for all of us. Jeremiah chapter 16, beginning with verse 14. And here it is. Here's, here's one of the many. I'm reading from the New International Version. It says simply this, however, the days are coming. You see, that's future tense. When this was written 2,700 years ago, that day hadn't come yet. Now, here we are 2,700 years later. However, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when men will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives who brought the Israelites up out of Egypt. We're going to call that Exodus 1 for the sake of our discussion uh, today. But, verse 15, but they will say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of the land of the north. Now, that's Russia. You see, in the days of Jeremiah, Russia wasn't called Russia. And the only way he had to refer to Russia was by calling it the land of the north. If you lay a world map out on a flat table and you draw a straight line from the capital of Israel, Jerusalem, straight north, not not moving one degree to the left or one degree to the right, you end up in, the, in Moscow, the capital of Russia. So Jeremiah referred to Russia as the land in the north. So he said, uh, but they will say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the Israelites up out of the land of the north, that's Russia, and out of all the countries where he had banished them. For I will restore them to the land I gave their forefathers. Now there's a couple of things I want you to take notice of here. He said, I will restore them. Uh, uh, he will bring them up out of the land of the north and out of all the countries. You see, when they were exiled into Babylon, for example, they were exiled into one country. When they were exiled into Egypt, they were exiled into one country, Egypt. But now he says, I'm going to bring you out of all the countries where he had banished them. Uh, that's significant. So we're not talking about the exodus out of Egypt, we're not talking about the exodus out of Babylon, we're talking about a third exodus, and that one is the one we're engaged in today. He said then, for I will restore them to the land I gave their forefathers. Well, as I always say to, when I'm speaking in churches, that's not Miami Beach. That's not New York City or Chicago, Illinois. Great Jewish populations in those areas. But he said, I'm going, for I will restore them to the land I gave their forefathers. That's Eretz Israel, the land of Israel. And then he goes on to say in verse 16, But now, and now is now, but now I will send for many fishermen, declares the Lord, and they will catch them. Now, Ezra International is operating in 14 different countries. And uh, these Jeremiah 16, 16 fishermen that Jeremiah prophesied about 2,700 years ago are those fishermen that are working with Ezra International and other organizations going into the highways and byways, seeking out the Jewish people, 
finding them in, those, in their small communities and in farming villages and in their apartments in the major cities. Uh, those, I believe with all my heart, are the Jeremiah 1616 fishermen that Jeremiah prophesied about. He says, that, after that, I will send for many hunters and they will hunt them down on every mountain and every hill and from the crevices of the rocks. My friends, God is looking for his people. He said in other scriptures we'll deal with in, in other programs that he would bring them all home. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 43. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 43 and uh, beginning with verse 5. See what it says here. Isaiah 43 and verse 5. God is speaking to the Jewish people. And he said, do not be afraid for I am with you. Such comforting words from the God of Israel, from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the same God that you love and serve, and I love and serve. He said, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Here it is. He said, I will bring your children from the east, and I will gather you from the west. I will say to the north, or I will say to Russia, give them up, and do not hold them back. And I'll say to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar, and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made, lead out those who have eyes but are blind, who have ears but are deaf. My friends, those are just three scriptures out of over 700 scriptures that talk about the return of the Jewish people to the land of Israel. I'd like to share with you one very moving story. Uh, I was filming for one of our infomercials uh, about three years ago in the country of Moldova in a little farming village. And there I met a young Jewish family, Sviata, a mother of uh, three beautiful children. She was 32 years old. Uh, she had a daughter uh, uh, who was 12, a son who was eight, and a son who was three. And while visiting with them in their home, I realized that I'd been there for two hours and I hadn't seen uh, her husband. And so I said to her, Sveta, I haven't seen your husband. I'd really love to have an opportunity to meet him uh, while we're here. Is he working today? And she s began to cry. And I said, uh, Sveta, what, what is the problem? I'm so sorry that I've made you cry, but what, what is the problem? She said, through my interpreter, of course, she said, Barry, you don't understand. She said, my, my husband hung himself in this very room where we're sitting. You see, they lived in a little little two-bedroom or two-room house, uh, the five of them. Uh, he had no work. She said, there's no work in the village. We had absolutely no income except for the money that my mother and father, she said, sends us from Jerusalem. And her mother and father, Ezra International, helped get to Jerusalem three years earlier. She said, if it wasn't for that, we would have no income. And, and my, my husband felt like such a failure as a husband and a father because he couldn't provide for us. Uh, my friends, he, he did the only thing he felt comfortable doing, and that was taking his own life. Uh, what a tragic story. But this is happening over and over and over again, these kind of tragic stories. And you can be a big help as to helping bring these people home, bringing them out of those poverty-stricken areas, bringing them out of the anti-Semitism, and helping us return to Israel. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest, to Buenos Aires. Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. 
their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle. And it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time. To the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day. And you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying, by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together. Now, in the weeks ahead, we're going to be dealing with many different topics. We're going to be dealing with anti-Semitism. We're going to be dealing with Bible prophecy. We're going to be dealing with the poverty of the Jewish people in the former Soviet Union countries. We're going to have many special guests on the programs that you're going to want to see. Uh, pastors and, and uh, uh, Jewish rabbis and, and uh, theologians and all kinds of guests that I know will be a, a real blessing to you. And uh, together we're going to learn a great deal about what God is doing with his precious people in these last days. We'll also be talking about the, uh, the necessity for the children of Israel to, or excuse me, for the body of Christ to be involved in the return of the Jews to Israel. You may be sitting there in your home right now or wherever you're watching this program, and, and you may be asking yourself, well, uh, we're Christians and they're Jewish, and uh, why should we be involved in, in uh, what is going on with them? Well, my friends, the reason that we must be involved is not because of what Barry Wagner says or what Ezra International says. It is what God's Word says. And God has made it very clear to us that He needs us. You see, we are His mouthpiece. We are His feet and we are His hands to do the work physically uh, in, in this, uh, in this uh, high calling that He's placed on the body of Christ. So we're going to be talking about those things in detail and uh, we're going to be talking about why churches should be involved. Just last week I was down in the uh, Freeport Bahamas uh, speaking in four different uh, venues, four different churches down there, taking this message even to the Caribbean and around the world. And, and many of the people I was speaking to down there in the churches had no idea what God is doing in the return of the Jews to Israel in these last days. So that's a big part of uh, our work, as I said earlier, to educate the body of Christ to its responsibility, to our responsibility to help bring these precious people home. And my friends, it's so exciting for me. It's such a uh, personal blessing for me to be able to uh, go into the homes in the former Soviet Union countries and see these people in their poverty-stricken conditions and then to visit them again after the transition takes place, returning them to Israel. I go into their new apartments. They have learned the Hebrew language by now. They uh, have uh, secured jobs, the children in school, and uh, their lives are just so drastically uh, transformed. And uh, this is what God's called us to do, and this is what we must do as the body of Christ. So uh, if you're not Jewish, if you're a Gentile, and of course a Gentile is just anyone who's not Jewish, there's only two people in the economy of God. You're either a Jew or a Gentile. And uh, so if you're not Jewish, you're a Gentile, and God speaks to us directly 
in his word in Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 22. We're not going to share that scripture with you this morning. We are going to do it in uh, future programs, but uh, we want you to uh, continue to be with us in the programs that uh, lie ahead of us. We want you to see those special guests and we're going to be digging into the word of God, learning as much as we can about this end time prophetic event that is taking place right now in our lifetime. I always tell congregations wherever I speak that it's one thing to see Bible prophecy being fulfilled, but beloved, it's something else to be a part of it. And you can be a real part of it. We want you to stay tuned now for another very important message to help you understand what you can do right from your home to be involved in fulfilling Bible prophecy through the work and ministry of Ezra International. Stay tuned. From Siberia to the Amazon, from Budapest to Buenos Aires, Jewish families hear the call to return to their biblical homeland, Israel. Their prophets foretold long ago that the return to Israel in our time would be a miracle, and it is. The prophets also foretold another calling for our time, to the Gentiles. And it is a call that Ezra International responds to each and every day, and you too can answer that call. You can bring Jewish people back to Israel from the four corners of the earth by praying, by learning about Aliyah, and by giving of your finances to help those in need. Join us at EzraInternational.org today as we answer the call together. Well, welcome back. I do hope again that you'll take advantage of the offers that were just presented to you. As the, uh, I, I know you're going to enjoy that book. It's not because I wrote it, but God, the Holy Spirit, gave the words in that book to me. I'd never written a book before, and it's, uh, it's just just filled with miracle after miracle how God has prepared my wife and I uh, for the work that we're doing and miracle after miracle uh, among the Jewish people that we're working with. So please take advantage of that. But I hope you've enjoyed uh, today's program, it being the very first program uh, aired of Out of Exile into the Promised Land. Uh, as I said earlier, we have many more wonderful programs uh, coming on a weekly basis, and we want you to be a part of it. Another thing we'd like you to do is, those of you who have prayer requests, we have a prayer circle that literally spans the world, the globe, and we want to get your prayer request in that in that uh, prayer circle, if you will, and uh, because, you know, the Bible says in Matthew 18, 19, if two of you agree on earth, as touching anything, it shall be given unto you. And we want to partner with you in prayer. We want to stand along with you. So send those prayer requests in. And you see the Wailing Wall behind me. You know, when you visit the Wailing Wall in Israel, in Jerusalem, you roll your prayer request up and you place them in the wall. As your prayer requests come in, when you call that one number and give them your prayer request, they will be forwarded to me and you will see me literally put them in this wall behind me, uh, symbolically putting them in the wailing wall in Jerusalem. So uh, we want you to be a part of that. So please send those prayer requests to us, contact us, call the toll-free number, and uh, tell the operators who are standing by that you want to be a part of what God is doing through 
Ezra International in this last day. Thank you so much, and God be with you until we meet again. Oh,